0: This podcast is for a mature audience only. Once you have confirmed you are mature, ask yourself, are you in the correct space physically and mentally to hear my pettiness, corny jokes, colorful language, and quote-unquote wokeness? I am not for speakerphone or work. All of this is for entertainment purposes only. I implore you to do your research, consult your spirit teams, and or other professionals before co-signing to my opinions. Now that our expectations align, get in line with Moments and Cue.
1: Hey, hi, it's me, Mama Q. I welcome you to Moments in Q. In Q today, hi, why, black business, hoodoo, who hoodoo, let's get him to this business thing, and are you kinky or not? Hi why I give you the greeting of the day and I'm explaining the why of this episode it's mental health awareness month I'm hoping your mental health is still intact especially with mercury retrograde gone but not forgotten because of the shadowy parts that still exist Speaking of dark. I will talk about shadow work and a shadow work slash magical slash kinky book (laughs) Yeah, who would have thought that all those subjects together could exist in one book and of course talk about my business? black business. I highlight a black business to bring awareness and my experience with said business. Unless I say it, it isn't a paid ad. I'm open to paid ads, but I definitely want to highlight black businesses. There's enough money for all of us to get it. It's finally planting season in Memphis, Tennessee. So let's shout out Who Do Plant Mamas podcast. I've been following this podcast for a while. It's a bi-weekly podcast with writers Leah Nicole and Danny B discussing black spirituality, community, and culture. They do talk about plants, but so far they do what they do best talk about books I'm a bit behind on their podcast episodes it's me not them episode 34 is about therapy (sighs) y'all I don't know if I'm ready to listen to it so that's why I've been dragging my finger to press play because like I said the title of it is the truth about therapy and (sighs) yeah and again like I said it's mental health month so it's like ah and again, it's me, not them. All right. I like the fact that they are from the SIP. And if you don't remember, that's Mississippi, y'all. They introduced me to lots of books. Remember, I mentioned the Haunting of Hip Hop. Thanks to Hoodoo Playing Mamas. Another book, Mambo Jumbo by Ishmael Reed. I have to read that book in my hand. The audio isn't giving it justice. Again, it's my brain, not the author or the reader of the book. I was also introduced to Lucille Clifton, which was a prolific and widely respected poet. Their podcast takes breaks, so don't feel bad if you are behind their episodes. As of today, they have 40 episodes and been around since 2020. So if you have a green thumb, a reader, writer, or a poet, please give these young ladies a listen. Hoodoo hoodoo. I talk about spirituality, more specifically hoodoo, whenever possible and how it shows up in our daily lives. Buzzwords in these magical streets is shadow work. So according to psychology today, everybody has a shadow, but not everybody is willing to accept their shadow self. Shadow work involves being honest about the unpleasant and unwanted parts of our personality. Embracing the shadow self is an important step towards living authentically. I have a shadow workbook that my therapist and I use together. Thanks to therapy, some of the hard questions in the beginning are not so bad. My previous therapy sessions uncovered them, so I was able to work through them as I wrote them down. Others, whoa, Nelly, (laughs) I had to skip. I wasn't ready. Prior to the uh, shadow workbook, a kinky friend of mine suggested to write down the people I dislike and why. That helped a bit, but I felt like I needed more structure. I strongly suggest if you choose to do shadow work to have a therapist unpack it with you. One of my current struggles I will share ironically deals with sharing. (laughs) Learning about the offerings I give to my honorable and enlightened ancestors are not just for me. But for all of their descendants and y'all, let me tell you, that's a hard pill to swallow for someone like me because I don't fuck with my family and a lot of them don't fuck with me. So let me tell you, like, it's just it's just it's I'm trying to put the words together, but it's like at the time because I Lord, I've been changed. (laughs) But at the time when I was feeling that way, it was just like. The nerve, the audacity, like how dare y'all who probably do not honor our honorable and enlightened ancestors are getting blessings. But shout out to my mentor, Pamela Williams. She helped explain to me that at the end of the day, that descended is still our ancestors' descendant. So for example, when it comes to, I don't know, say a grandma, that's still her grandbaby, and you know how sometimes uh grandparents, aunties, uncles, Even parents might not want to admit it, but they do have a favorite except me. My mini me is my one and only child. So she's my favorite or maybe not even a favorite somebody that they're close to. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, in um, the ancestor realm, they're probably still looking out for that particular descendant. And there are other ways to venerate your ancestors. I cannot remember if I mentioned that, y'all. I'm quote unquote getting old. So if I repeat myself, I guarantee you it's not intentional. Okay. Um, I just, I say a lot of things to my, um, friends and stuff, and I just can't remember what I say to the podcast. But anyway, um, there's different ways In order to venerate our ancestors, yes, offerings are great. Um, Yes, ancestral money. I know I mentioned those two things, but I can't remember if I said just sharing other things about our ancestors. That's other ways of venerating them and giving them the ashe or energy. So I think that part for me is where I'm like, I am carrying all of these um, honorable and light ancestors And I'm the only one that I know is intentionally, constantly giving offerings and venerations to the ancestors and these descendants don't have anything to do with me and they possibly like I just said think that what I'm doing is demonic and they're benefiting from it and y'all I know that sounds like one of those people all lives matters or those people who have issues with oh you know I pay for my student loans all by myself and you can do it too look that's therapy and shadow work. At least I know, but I am turning around with that. So anyway, um, talking to my mentor Pamela Williams, that helped bring a lot of it to um to the light, <laughs> you know. Um, and let me know that you know that's not a great way to go about things. Cause let me tell y'all, I was pissed, like I took down the altar and it's fucked up to admit it because i had told myself because i had heard about other spiritual people that have taken down their altars and i was like and i'm the type of person who never says never all right so i was like i hope i don't ever get to that point and unfortunately i did get to that point because um again yeah mental health awareness month and i have been going through it so luckily i was able to talk to my therapist she helped me and then later on that night i talked to pamela about it because of again my therapist awesome woman but again she's not into spirituality so she cannot help me as much as I think well no no I know she can't certain things she can't help me with okay so that's when um, I go to Pamela and luckily thankfully I'm so happy that Pamela she has a background in psychology so she's able to help out in that re- regard but anyway, yeah, she let me know that that was ego. And uh, first of all, when I took down the altar, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, um, it's not funny, but like maybe an hour later, I put it back up, but I just didn't have pictures on there. And then um, when I had my reading with Pamela, she said that it made sense. Um, well, she said that it made sense because some people were should not be on the altar. So it was like, it was like... What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that I was getting a download without knowing it. That, yeah, I do need to take the altar down, but not the entire thing, just pictures and stuff like that. So, um, that's what I did. Um, once we had our conversation and the reading about it, and I was able to understand a whole lot better, I did my, um, I did a div- divination on to see who um can go back on an altar. And y'all, oh my goodness, let me tell you, I cannot make this shit up. <laughs> Some of the pictures, I'm serious, y'all. Some of the pictures ended up in the wrong pile. And so when I put them back on the altar, I was like, mm, this ain't. So I had to take all the pictures down again. And I like literally put the pictures on the altar that could be on there. I felt like. I feel like one ancestor was trying to hide from me and that that's not something to be proud of, but I think, um, to hide from me from ra- a wrath or something, I'm not for sure. I didn't ask, um, and I don't even want to say my wrath, but I guess, you know, because I was so aggravated that maybe they just didn't want to go on the altar period, even though that they they didn't have an issue with being on the altar, if that makes any sense. And then I heard um I um some of them, I felt like used the last bit of power that they had to put their picture in the pile so that they can still be receiving the blessings and stuff. And so. What, um, once I did that, things started to turn around and I decided to take, um, a very different approach with talking to my ancestors and stuff. Um, so I was reminded that hoodoo is community work and healing and that is one of my spiritual gifts is healings and I have to get out of my feelings about that and stuff, which, um, I'm pretty sure they understand and stuff. Um, for me, that, and that's where therapy and boundaries come through, okay, y'all. Is that okay? So I'm so used to pouring into others, and sometimes when it's time for me to be poured into, nobody has anything for me. So that's 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 heartbreaking. It is, and it's not to say that I do the things that I do in hopes of like, hey, remember that time that I did this thing? That for you know, it's just like reciprocal. Oh, we why did I just mess up that word I apologize (sighs) I want to have things reciprocated and um sometimes it doesn't work that way and that hurts my heart and my feelings because like I said I help out people so much and try to heal them and then when it's my turn to try to get help I don't receive it and that really like I said hurts my feelings and stuff when um it's my turn and nobody's there for me and stuff. And then knowing that um me being the only one who consistently goes to my altar and that means all of these decisions. So first of all, they're probably not getting that much. I if any. And then, of course, when it comes to me, I'm probably getting sprinkles of it and stuff. So that's why I decided to increase my offerings given to them. And like I said, take a different route of the way that I um, venerate them so um what I'm having fun now doing is explaining 2023 to them so of course you know all my honorable light ancestors some of them I know some of them I don't um some of them, I have pictures of them. They were born in the 1800s, never met them. Clearly, I'm um, 1983, you know. So um, what I've been doing is try my absolute best to educate them on what's going on in 2023 and try to find words that they possibly know so that they can understand what I'm saying to them, because um, I remember in a um, uh Wow, Juju Bay. Yeah, I remember one episode in Juju Bay where she had mentioned that she was telling her ancestors um happy um Hoodoo Heritage Month, and they're like, "What is that?" You know. And then I had I, I I remembered it when she said it, but I didn't think too much of it. And then when I talked to Pamela, that's when it all came together. Like, duh, um, they. They only know, at least if I'm not mistaken, they only know about you know what you tell them and what they know when they were here on this ancestral. Well, I mean, no, they only know what they were here when they were on this physical plane and stuff. And so it's like if they were um not around when Hoodoo Heritage Month happened, um came to be, how are they gonna know what it is? So that's what I've been doing and can you believe it? That has been so much fun and stuff. So I'm I um am trying to do I'm trying to do better and I'm so happy and thankful that I turned my annoyance around and I used it um, to take that time to educate them. And yeah, so that's for me, that's that shadow work going on because I've always been a person who knows (laughs) I'm very aware of the things that I do. I know I'm a petty person. I got a general idea when I'm pissing somebody off and different things like that. And stuff, so I do know those shadowy parts. Um, the thing that I suffer with, if y'all haven't noticed, and I think I mentioned it, is giving myself grace. So when I do make a mistake or anything, I hold it on and I am work in progress of trying to get rid of it. But those are these moments that I feel like shadow work and therapy in conjunction. And I understand that not everybody has the ability to do shadow work. But, you know, it's just these little things about being on this spiritual journey. You know, um, as I've said before, I'll continue to say that it's not all love and light that some people think that it is. Cause again, our honorable and enlightened ancestors, they are humans. They were humans, are humans just like us, you know. And so we're humans having a human experience right here, right now. And so at, at the end of the day, we do need each other, um, the the honorable and light ancestors the descendants we all need to come together and be in a community and be there for each other and I understand that sometimes we all don't have that ability to do that and stuff but um I had a point but anyway I'm sorry that was just totally off of the cuff I didn't even write that down but anyway what I was just trying to say get around to saying is that we do all need each other and they need to know what it is that's going on in the world so that they can do their absolute best to help me. And I need to be able to talk to them and communicate. Cause again, um, a lot of people think that this is all about gimme, gimme, gimme. And that's not what this is about. This is about us healing ourselves, us healing our ancestors, us using our spiritual gifts. Yeah. To ask for help, to, to give help, um, especially as somebody like me who is a healer, you know, I need to help heal them and I need to heal myself and stuff. So, you know, just some of these things to think about. Um I I just know, I just, that's the whole point of this is that I always want people to know that it's just more to this. I love it. I love the journey. I love practicing hoodoo, but it's just more than just see what they can give for you. It's actually developing developing a relationship so want to let you know again that this spiritual journey is a lifelong journey of self-discovery so take your time and try not to be hard on yourself if you fall it's all good you're human you can give back up Let's get him to this business thing. I'm a budding businesswoman. I will talk about the current status of my business and let you know it's more than just a Facebook meme and a few dollars. I did more pay Reiki sessions. Woo-woo. It was my sister's friend first time receiving Reiki. So, of course, he was skeptical. But in the end, it worked out. I turned him into a believer. <laughs> I used my spiritual gifts to um tell him what parts of his body I felt like ached or whatnot and also his thoughts Um, I also did Reiki again on my sister this time it was um we we did this over the phone and stuff last time I had sent her uh Reiki healing energy um long distance of course it was not on um, face-to-face, on FaceTime or whatnot. So this time it was, and it was kind of different for her as well. And what happened? She said that I put her to sleep. So that was pretty good. And I was telling her all the things that she had already said. So it's my favorite. I can't make this shit up. So, you know, again, if y'all are interested in Reiki um, from now until May 22nd, I still have my long distance Reiki session for $22. And that's a 15-minute chakra alone. Lyme long distance Reiki session so check it out all right so next I want to tell you that I planted my hemp seeds Mm -hmm. I am going to claim that this is going to be my season y'all oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh and if it's not then I sadly might have to let the hemp go because I'm like if I can't get it together you know that's gonna make me sad. Like last year, I could have could have been doing some things, but unfortunately, I wasn't around for an entire month. And when and of course, from what I heard, Memphis, Tennessee was extremely hot. And I um I had them in the greenhouse. I came back home; it got too hot. So we shall see. Um, and also, I do plan on putting mulch down around them when they start to pop up. Um, I do have um some well. I'm gonna have to take a picture of them and see if it's a um, plant because last year again like I said I did plant some perennials and I don't know if they ever came up due to it being uh, well not come up because it takes about a year for perennials and stuff but what I'm trying to say is I don't know if they were supposed to come back this year in theory they are um, I see one and I don't know what the heck that is and stuff so I'm gonna have to take a picture of it so if you don't know not using Google, the website, but Google, the app. I don't know if that helps you, but Google Lens will um, you take a picture and it can give you uh it can tell you what it is that um you have, especially if it's a plant. I use it for my plants and for my crystals and stuff because some of my crystals, they don't have a name on it. Anywho, we shall see. Um, hopefully. Hopefully it's a perennial. And also, I checked my notes and I did not say this last time. So, huh, I guess I said it to my friends and not to the podcast listeners. I transplanted some plants for the first time. And um they're still doing well. I'm very happy and proud because I had tried to transplant some plants. A while ago, uh, it was my very first season of growing and I did a crappy job. So, of course, I'm super nervous this time, but y'all, oh, they are still doing well. Oh my goodness. I just muddied them up literally, um, just to make sure that they were okay. I did Google and stuff and I was still, um, nervous because, um, I had bought them from, um, my local home improvement store, okay? And so I had been um, watering them like I'm supposed to and one of them looked like they weren't gonna make it. And so I tried to water it and I knew why that particular plant wasn't gonna make it. So I tried to water it some more and I was like, okay, well, today I'm going to transplant it over. And so I dug a big hole and I put the um, plant in there and I made sure to cover up the soil with the plant. And again, I was still nervous because I um, I had read that maybe what I need to do is also um, loosen the roots, but I didn't want to do that. So that made me feel like the transplants the transplantation wasn't going to work, but sure enough, it did. And it's, and they're still thriving. So I'm like super, super excited, happy for it and stuff. And I can't wait to see what it's going to do. Um, I'm like, OK, so this green thumb is coming through. All right. I also decided to extend my networking out to my peoples that live outside of Memphis, Tennessee, in hopes of receiving more clientele when it comes to trucking. Because, y'all, it is rough as the roads with the potholes, like it's rough out here, like, (sighs) but I'm going to continue to be optimistic that everything will work out, and if I'm not mistaken, this Friday, I put it in my notes, there's going to be another um, networking event for um, women entrepreneurs in Memphis, Tennessee, and I am going to give that a shot and see if it'll work. Also, don't forget that June 3rd, which should be a Friday. If you are in the Memphis in a key area, I will be doing a Reiki circle. I'm super excited to do that one. So yeah, big things are coming slowly but surely, but I know everything's going to work itself out. Are you kinky or not? I'm a proud kinkster of the BDSM community. Let me tell you about this lifestyle to see if you want to come over to the dark side. We got candles. All right, I listened to to this book called Existential Kink, Unmask Your Shadow, Embrace Your Power. All right, so here's what this book is about. Each of us has a dual nature. We are light, in parentheses, conscious and dark, unconscious. The dark side of our personality, the quote unquote other, the shadow side is made up of what we think is our primitive, primal, negative impulses or our "Quote unquote existential kink. Our existential kink also drives the darker negative repeating patterns in our life. Always choose the abusive partner or boss, settling for less, thinking that we're undeserving, not worthy, but it also is the source of our greatest power. In existential kink, Dr. Carolyn Elliott offers a truth-telling guide for bringing our shadow into the light, inviting us to make conscious the unconscious. Dr. Elliott asks us to own the subconscious pleasure we give from the stuck, Painful patterns of our existence. Existential Kink provides practical advice and meditations so we truly see our shadow sides, guilty pleasures, love and accept them, and integrate them into our whole being. By doing so, Elliot shows we bring to life the raw, hot, glorious power we all have to get what we really want in our lives. All right, y'all. So I started this book a couple months ago with my kinky friends. We are waiting for time to allow for us to complete the exercises that's within the book. The author caught me by surprise with talking about manifestation kink and shadow work all in one book. To date, I haven't heard any other books combine those topics together. So like I mentioned, there are exercises in the book that you can try out for yourself or with your friends to see if taking it dirt down. ugh down and dirty, give you the results that you need. Um, as I've said before, I personally don't like to do any, um, reviews on books because what might work for me might not work for someone else and stuff, but it was a very interesting, um, book listening to it. Um, like I said, it was very different in seeing that, um, in the, seeing how she feels that, If you try to do things that somebody will see as negative, that those things will come. So it's like, I don't know, oh, I'm not deserving of X, Y, and Z. And if you keep telling yourself, first of all, that's something that you really like, um, you don't think. I mean, that's really true that you don't think that you're deserving of whatever it is that you are. And that's why you act that way. And you can use that power of saying that you're not deserving and saying that you dislike X, Y, and Z. And you, you can use that to manifest. So yeah, the beginning part of it, um, overall was, yeah, interesting to say least. Um, I did some of the exercises and then, um, like I said, my kinky friends were waiting to catch up with each other to finish doing the rest of the exercises. So, yeah, you know, check it out. Um, as always, everything that I mentioned um, will be in the um, notes section. So, all right. I've talked enough. Cue out.
0: Thank you for taking a moment out of your day to listen to my antics and your encouragement. If you desire more moments in cue, you can follow my IG and TikTok, HeyHiQ. Want to support my black small business? You can visit my website, heyhyq.com, for products and services. Heyhyq is spelled H-A-Y-H-I-Q-U-E-U-E. Donate to the podcast on my Buzzsprout page, Moments in Q. You can read this episode's transcripts on my Buzzsprout page as well. Please rate, comment, subscribe, and share this episode on whichever platform you are listening to and tell all your other adult friends. You can email me to give me an AAR or to become my pen pal. My email is MamaQ at HeyHiQ.com. Don't worry, all of these call to actions are listed in the show notes. Never forget, I'm way too busy to ever DM you first talking about your ancestors sent for me. They didn't, and neither did I. Laters.